Greetings to all the listeners of the Benchwoman Matibas Radio. It's your boy, Coach Time, and we're here again this afternoon to bring you the news that is bigger, better, massive for this weekend. It's an honor and a great privilege to be joined, uh, well, to be hosted by this legend himself, Nathan Gogela, as well as the legend himself, uh, thank you very much, Jeremy, for having me, and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, um, your initial thoughts of uh, for me, like test this being. Uh, are we making a review now? Mm. Just a <laughs> summary of it, of the test being. No, I think, um, okay, thanks, Cox, uh, for having me, and thanks also for the for, for the energetic legend on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also greetings to the viewers and listeners uh, uh, listen um, I think uh, the box got it right uh, got it right uh, uh, on the second test uh, the kicking was better My actually I'm talking about technical kicking I'm not talking about box kicking I'm talking about technical kicking if you if you if you if you have noticed, both kicks tactically and accurately resulted to tries. And that's what we want to see. Not just kicking and giving possession away. Because by doing so, you are tiring your forwards, you are draining their energy. Come scrum time, mall time, rug time, they are dead because they are tired of the up and down. Kind of you are playing Wimbledon in a 100 meter in a hundred meter field, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I want to say, and also having uh, halfbacks, my belief and my philosophy in rugby, halfbacks um, are the CEOs of the company. They take strategic decision in, in, in the field of play. So I think they read the game well, they played, they played well. And uh, yeah, unlike the first test, I think they, they made corrections from the first test, yes. 
that's why I think the score was that much. Mm. Um, let's move on to uh, coach team. Um, there have been biting incidents that that happened. Oh, oh, Stuart Hogg was seen while we assuming by Puerto Villaru. Then another one that that we don't know about. Oh, Carl Sinclair was was apparently charged for for um biting Franco Mostert. I mean, what are your thoughts? Um, well, personally, I think that um, uh, World Rugby decided to choose the one that many people didn't see because yeah. I only saw Carl uh, Sinclair biting Mustard after they kept on replaying it. And also, after the replays, he barely can see it in that drag. But what was more evident was Stuart Hogg biting uh, Vili Leroux. But for me, I just think it was just a frustration because the Lions probably thought to themselves that they're not going to come back to this game and they just decided to be dirty, you know. But for me, I think the consistency where it lacked in that game were, was when they just said that Carl Sinclair is going to be attending a disciplinary hearing for biting Franco Mostert, mm. whereas Stuart Hogg was biting Villarou in front of everyone to see. But, um, I, you know, I can never think of the people that make those rules. But for me, I just um, I was just very flabbergasted with the fact that they only saw Carl Sinclair. That was the only problem in that game. Carl Sinclair biting Franco Mostert. So... Uh, for me, it was very strange. And now, sticking on, on, on officiating, uh, Sechek, Siboni Lau, Rasi Rasmus, obviously got, got um, charged for, for, for all his, um, his misdemeanors on social media. I mean, he posted a 62-minute video explaining the officiating errors by World Rugby officials. Um, Jay, can you just give us your, your thoughts on the whole uh, situation? Um, I think uh, much as I'm much as I'm reluctant to go into it, uh, I think uh, I, I, I think uh, both uh, both sides of the camps were were at, at each other's throat before and after the games. Mm. So um, I just think that uh, World Rugby, because um, I, I'm not sure who's representing us in the World Rugby. I'm not sure, but they are bossing South Africa around. I guess. We're not supposed to be treated the way we are treated. We are world champs. We should we should be given respect, you know. And uh, uh, for for because um, if I remember before the first test, it was Warren Gantland who was on, who was on on the on the on the officials, and nothing was said. Now come Rassi, and so yeah, I think I think uh, I will end there. I would not love to. <laughs> okay, I mean, okay, I mean, let's let's move on to Coach Simi. Maybe he can, maybe he wants to elaborate further because we spoke about this last week. Do you think? Do you think that it was the, the it was the channels that he used? Yeah. I mean, he used social media. I don't know. Maybe because he used social media as as a platform. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. To be quite honest, like like what we mentioned last weekend, you know, social media. There's a lot of power in social media. You know, if you want to uh, get a point across. Uh, more especially with the fact that you're a public figure like Rassi Erasmus. You know, if you want to get a point across, you're going to use your, your platform. You're going to use your your, your social media platforms. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I know YouTube, okay? For that, but we have a strong audience. We have Sundays, as even Lendo. So, for me, people are, I'm stuck in the fence, you know. As much as Rassi may have made valid points in that video, but then people will say that people will say that no, um, maybe he shouldn't have done it because it was attacking. For me, I don't really 
feel that he was attacking. He wasn't attacking them personally. He was just attacking their calls, you know, as to why I'm going to make a call like this, whereas with that you don't make a call, you know. So, I mean, the, the, the inconsistencies with the laws as well. I was very interested to see how the malls will be officiated, more especially after we saw in Super Rugby Ayotiaroa, when you could see that people were swimming in, in, in like defensive lineups, they were swimming, but the ref doesn't call it in this game. But then the next game, the ref calls it. So I think for me, it's not the officials who were there at the game. I just think maybe it's the inconsistencies of the laws. And for me, I feel like Rassi Rasmus did not attack anyone. He was just showing the inconsistencies within the laws. But maybe game... World Rugby thought that Ibo, this guy's attacking us, was a lie. You and Yaku Johan, let's have a talk. Yeah. You know. So I just feel as if it was just the incon- <laughs> it was just the inconsistencies. Um and just to add on to Sir Jack, um saying that we 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 being bullied around. Um all the 50-50 calls were going against our wayside. Um our our injuries were not um uh, focused on there's only the opposition injuries. Um there's a lot where just the officials themselves not showing any respect to our captain. Um, just the people around the world with their articles not showing respect to our captain. I mean, we have Ben Smith calling us champions. You have Ben Smith calling us alleged champions of rugby championship. For me, that is not banter. That is personal because now that just shows that he has no respect. And I think for, just to add on as well to what Sir Jack said, they don't respect us. Mm. Uh, Sir Jack is, is, is sticking on, on, on officiating Utingo. Okay, performance card, Ben O'Keefe, second test. Um, listen, um, I think Ben O'Keefe, uh, I think he, he got a wake-up call as well. Um, whatever he had his mind before he took um, the whistle, but that he was on his toes. And I think um, he... Inter- you see, what, what I don't understand about referees, there are four referees in the game. There is the main man in the middle of the of the park. There are two on the sidelines. There's a TMO. So I cannot understand why they why would they get wrong? Four, 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 four guys. Mm. And it's just a question of not interpreting, but applying the law. That's all. But um, uh, I think Beno, answering your question, Beno, I think he stamped his authority, and uh, he didn't want to be bullied, and uh, because he wanted, I guess he wanted a. As a fair chance for him to make right calls. He didn't want to be nervous. He wanted to be composed. And yes, he was composed and he gave right calls. Let's move on to the to the selections. Um Peter Steph is obviously out. Uh no Faf is out. Uh they chose who Franco Mostert to go at, at seven. I mean uh Coach Tim, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, with with with, with the Franco Mostert moving from lock. Uh, to a flank, I didn't like him now because he was great. Kamostet Yamba Yota, to be quite honest. And I mean, we can't be, we can't be as South African rugby lovers. I don't think um, we can be upset with the fact that they chose Franku over Umako van Staden because I mean, Nangu Peter Stefna started off as a lock and then they shifted him to 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 to, to number seven and he became a world player of the year at number seven. And we see how Franco Mostert, uh, Mostert, I beg your pardon, works uh, in the field. He has an engine for days. So moving him from lock uh, to flank uh, does make sense to me because I think what Russell is trying to do is that to keep the size and to keep the physicality within the pack. You know, so if you lose a guy like Franco Mostart in the start and you put Marco van Staden, then you lose the size. Um, go, go, go forwards and then I physically elite. So I think for me, 
as, but at the end of the day, there's a there's a pro and con towards that selection because now we don't have a lock on the bench. God forbid both those locks get injured, then Gengogo will be found wanting. So I think, well, the two locks that are starting will have to finish the game. We'll have to finish the game as well as Franco. At least to Franco, we know that should something happen to maybe one of the locks, Franco can start in that lock, then Marco van Staden and goes to the flank. But for me, I, I'm very, I support that call. I support that selection of having Franco at seven because for me personally, it's all far quite shoulder. So I think that's the right call. I mean, at the end of the day, you have to roll the dice. Uh, Sir Jack, sticking on, stick on the, the situation here seven. Um, do you think they made the right call by putting Franco at seven rather than having at least a, a, um, a lock on the bench just as a cover, just in case maybe a potential injury? Because I mean, at Kabilin, we don't have any, um, we only have nooses on the bench. Uh, you must remember, um, Sisange, before the series, we had we had the crisis about locks. Mm. They, most of them have been injured. So you, uh, the coach mm. has to has to play uh, to play out his his what is in front of him. Uh, it's not a bad call uh, uh, giving Franco Mostert at seven. However, what is more nervous to me is Franco Franco Mostert. His attacking style is is typical lock. He wants to just go and bash. But if you if you mm. if you look at if you look at Peter Step, Peter Step, he knows when to bash. He knows when to stand on his feet. So the only nervous part in my side, Franco Mostert, if he can have an ability in certain areas where he can stand on his feet, because in rugby, if you are on the ground, you are out of the play, you must leave everything. You see, so if you can always just look at the areas where he can stand up his feet to be able to to offload or to pass or to link up with 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 other with other losses. To me, I'm, I'm fine with him. His work rate, as 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 the coach has said, his work rate is is, is unbelievable. Nobody can take anything off. But if he can just be on his feet at the right time at the right place, I'm covered. Okay, then let's move on to Linda. But the situation And then was on the bench for the past two two games, but still stuck on the bench because Urena comes in. I mean. Coach, what's your thoughts on Kobus Reynak starting ahead of Uchanchis, who's allegedly um second choice has come off? Um, you see, with 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 three Yankees, I mean, I was also uh, quite surprised until I actually understood maybe the the, the possibilities of that call being made. For me, I feel like um, Kobus Reynak does offer some injection in terms of pace uh, with with general play. You know, um, he might be slower than Herschel Yankees with the passes of the of the deck in the rack. You know, but I think for the style of play that Russ is looking for for this weekend, um, him opting for Kobus Reynak. Um, according to my understanding, it does make sense. I mean, in terms of pace, covering, because um, I'll give you an example. If you remember Ofaf de Klerk last weekend when he made that typical textbook uh, sweeper defense where oh, damn bigger tried the chip over the rush defense and then all of a sudden Faf was there as a sweeper. Mm. You know, I think for, for that particular pace, Urenach is as quick as Ofaf de Klerk to, 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 to cover that. As for Herschel Yankees, who's, who's got a better pass, uh, from the deck, who's got a more accurate pass and maybe a better box kick. I mean, I, I, we haven't seen much of um, Gobez Reynach and his box kicks. We've only seen him for his pace and also the ability to link, uh, let's say, uh, as a breaking line in, in breaking uh, in the defensive line. The person who will always be there is Gobez Reynach. And if he gets the ball, no one is going to catch him. 
So I think to start off the game for the first 60 minutes, get put pressure in the fringes, in the rucks, put pressure uh, in defense, put pressure in attack. And then in the second half, you put Yankees to finish off with a better, um, uh, with accurate passing uh, from the deck and then make better box kick just to apply the pressure with the back three for the Lions. That's just my two cents. Uh, Sir Jackson Mazu Renak is known is, is known as as a attacking a scrum off rather than a, a tactical one where he doesn't kick as as much. But do you, do you think him um, playing overseas as well obviously gives him an advantage of Uchanchis because he understands the players as as overseas? Yeah. I think that's the only reason. To me, um, I understand all the, the factors that have been uh, been said uh, about. Uh, it is just that uh, I think uh, because he has experience of playing overseas mm -hmm. and uh, he knows uh, how those guys um, are playing and their, their side. Because if you remember, uh, overseas, Northern Hemisphere sides are always, are always victimizing and exploiting 10 and 12 channels. So I think with, 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 uh, with Kova's pace closing, closing there, uh, I think it's an option because he's used he's used to that kind of play. Uh, he's not going to be relaxed just behind the base of the scrum. He is going to do that cover up at the base of in terms of defense, in terms of because we know. He plays, but I'm not sure about his tactical kicking though. Mm. But I think yeah. the experience of playing, the experience of playing and overseas, I think it, it gave him a nod. Sticking on on, uh, on that word experience, Sambono Monestain is has been included on the bench. Is that a surprise for you, Sechak? Never. Um, if you notice, it, if you notice, uh, many a people will, will many a people many a people are, are attacking me, but uh, it's fine. But I'm looking at Morne. I'm looking at Morne. Fifteen years ago, I'm looking Morne now. Monestain is a mature why now. Look, he's been playing for the Bulls and not the same way he was playing 10, 15 years ago. He's, he's giving his ball to his centers now. He knows how to kick now. He doesn't kick the way he used to kick. Look, he had, he had, he had Cornel Hendricks next to him. He knew he has a dynam, a dynam, a very explosive, a dynamite next to him. So therefore he cannot decorate him and just make him a decoration in the field. He knew when to pass. And the kicks that he, he kicked, I, I think to me now he has a vision now as a flyer. I think to me, and what is more, what is more intriguing, it's when it's when it's crunch time in terms of goal kicking. I think Mone has that nerve still to take that call and take that penalty if we have to clinch clinch the game. Sticking, sticking on 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 uh, coach team, sticking on yeah. on the stain. Um, Samaz as again, Muhosho Alton Janchis obviously was second choice fly off. But why do you think they gave it to Monestain over 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 again? I mean, at the end of the day, we also have with, with David Williams. Sorry, can you can you please repeat that question? I think the network is uh, messing around. Okay, so you can hear me now. Yeah, Listen the to this. Let me jump in. Okay. Let me jump in, Cox. Okay. Let me jump in whilst he's fiddling. Can you hear me? That's a good one. That's a good Yeah. Okay. I bet you need to act like Toru Pena. I'm also welcome to go. Eh, who said check? Who's also also Pendula? I was saying, um, Umor, no, no. 
But let me put it this way, Yankees is a far different fly-up in all the South African fly-ups that we have. Um, he's a fly-up, he's an attacking, a, a closing and a flat attacking fly-up. He likes to, op- to, he likes to penetrate on the, on the, kicking it's not in his, in his DNA, like the other fly-ups. Mm-hmm. And um, another thing about Damien, Damien, I think he becomes nervous when he sees traffic in front of him. So he doesn't make, he, he's not composed. As the flyer should be. Uh, so, you know, uh, about Damien Valemson, eh? Yes, Damien Valemson. So, Damien Valemson, to me, he's still young, he's going to learn. That, you know, a flyer, you need to be composed. You don't have to be nervous because I think he's still busy with nerves because he wants to do a lot of uh, sidestepping and thinking. You can't do that when you are. Who's this? Who's this? I forgot his name. But they all, they, they all too. 
Yes, 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 that's the one. So now they're all tall. So it, it's quite obvious the kind of game the Lions are going to have. They're going to kick it. Mm. <laughs> Not knowing that, Tina, when we have the ball, we will kick when we want to kick. If we have the ball, the same way we beat England. So I think it's a, it's a tactical game between the two coaches. Um, Warren Gatlin thinks that the spring marks are going to kick up and under all the time. We're going to play something different. That's what I'm thinking. I'm looking at uh, with this, with these uh, two selections. Such excellent selections. Sabona, backline, has been the same right through through us since the Georgia test. Do you think they picked themselves? Uh, listen, uh, first and foremost, um, we must remember that the box didn't have time uh, game time since the World Cup, and. Uh, so they were rusty a little bit and they should have been getting uh, game time. So yeah. as you see that first quick, 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 quick Georgia, there, there was two rust in, in that game. And first test was two, but from last week's game, they were an oil machine. You could see, you could see the, the partnering of, of, of Velamse and, 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 and Ukuku. So that, that synergy came back again. And we could see the, the synergy that, that we saw at the World Cup. And uh, I, you don't change a winning group, folks. You don't change a winning combination. Yeah, I understand. But the thing is, the problem lies whereby... Where complacency. Whereby, yes, backline, they choose, they pick themselves. But complacency might start to creep in, whereby they feel comfortable. Because knowing the next week they'll be they'll be picked again. I, 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 don't, I, I don't think so, Chap, because we must remember this is the war has been brewing for 12 years. So there can be no complacency. And you saw in the first half last week, there can be no complacency. It's war. It's war, Chap. It's war. There's no complacency. You must suddenly you must suddenly a week was going to the war. <laughs> okay, my yes. Yeah, yeah okay. I, I just wanted to add on. I just, I just wanted to add on there. Um, yeah, you, you do have a point when it goes in terms of complacency. But if you think about it this way, we haven't had the privilege because of the COVID. We haven't had the privilege of playing many other tests like last year, where we could have used uh, other combinations in the back line as well as the team. So now for this Lions tour to happen, we had to get our best players to to play. And even those best players didn't have any game time. So it's almost as if now see you know so but i mean both both chains are correct you know but unfortunately we didn't have the, the the privilege of having a lot of tests to experiment different combinations to play around without depth in the back line like for example i'd love to see with damon Williams are starting at 12 against Tulukanya, you know i mean i'd love to see um at, uh, at at flower off again, starting a flower, but unfortunately we couldn't get those uh, those tests to to be able to experiment, to be able to experiment. But uh, yeah, then um, moving on to um, the Lions. Lions make nine changes, which is obviously expected because by key by a better team on the day. Uh, Price comes back in. Ali Price comes back in. That scrum off. Uh, Liam Williams moves to the fullback. Uh, Stuart, Stuart Hogg is is out. To uh, Josh Adams comes in. Pipeik in. Um, in the place of Watson, uh, Will Jones comes in at, at Lucy Pop. Vunipola goes to the goes to the bench. Bandi Aki comes in at twelve. Sir Jack, your thoughts? 
Um, I think uh, first and foremost, I think uh, I, I would love to, to be tempted to say, I think Gatland is 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 panicking now. He's panicking. Yeah. Because first and mm. foremost, Josh, Josh Adams was that is, is that is their top try scorer. Yeah. But he has been sidelined all the way. They are putting down him. They are putting more pressure on him now. Bandiaki has not been tested, and uh, <clears throat> you know I think he, um, as you are saying, uh, Yes, no, about uh, the thoughts on, on the on the changes uh, from, from from the Lions. Um, I, I was saying, uh, I'm tempted to say Gatland is panicking. Uh, those are signs of panic. You can't make such things. I think six, seven changes. Um, I'm not sure because you can't do that in the final. I, I think that loss, uh, it's a big blow to him. And uh, what, what also concerned me is because Josh Adams, was a box top try scorer, mm. but for strange reasons, he, he was he was not even in the bench. Mm. He was sidelined altogether. Bandi Aki was also not even on the bench. He was sidelined, and uh, all the players that came in, I'm not sure they are going to make uh, are going to make any inroads because Bandi Aki um, is one dimensional player. So it's easy to set a trap for him. And uh, but my worry is is Josh Adams because that boy is a flyer. We need to close him down quickly, and uh, that's the only thing that we need to do. Maybe, maybe because I see Finn Russell on the bench too. Maybe they're trying to run the ball wide now. I'm mm. not sure, but I'm confident. I'm confident about our defense. Uh, defense pattern. Um, Sabona, um, uh, Coach Timaba, who Adams comes in, obviously top uh, try scorer for the Lions. Upande Aki comes in. We mentioned who mentioned these players. Don't you think these players are hungry to perform and obviously they will be pushing to make a difference? And then the last thing is, um, Beard comes in on the, at lock on the bench uh, for, for, for the Lions. Um, obviously, big, tall, uh, physical uh, guy. So do you think that's all these, all these things that they're trying to, to, to nullify um, the, the strengths of, of the box? Because we know the box are good in set pieces. They want to stop in the, in the lineouts and lineout malls. Oh, and then obviously with Bandi Aki trying to stop them in Dalendi. I mean, what are your thoughts? Uh, you see, the first person that I'm going to say, or rather mention that I feel sorry for is Ian Henderson. You know, top, top player, world-class player, but hasn't featured in one game in the British and Irish Lions season, in the, yeah. uh, in the three tests. Very, very disappointing about that. But um, for me, it's quite evident. You can see Warren Gatton is going for size. Yeah. Uh, in his pack, he's going for size and physicality to try and match the box. I mean, Courtney Laws has been playing at six the whole series, you know, whereas we only know him as um, as a lock. So when I saw Courtney Laws going at, at six, I just knew that, but okay, if we need physicality against the spring box, and you can see there's a change in the, in, in the front row. You have Wynn Jones and Ted Furlong. You know, that's, those are heavy, heavy boys. Heavy, heavy, big boys. So I think for me, Warren Gatlin is just going for size. Also agreeing with you, Sir Jack, with the fact that Warren Gatlin might be panicking a bit because he knows that um, one mistake, the box can exploit those mistakes, you know. But in, in terms of a psychological um, aspect of things, um, yes, the, the players that have been put there to start for, for, for the Lions might be hungry. 
But in terms of gelling with the rest of the players at such a crucial game, I think that's where we have the advantage psychologically. Put aside the fact that we might have um, uh, injuries uh, in very, very important places. Like, we have played the whole series without Dwayne. Don't eat my head, but personally, I've forgotten about Dwayne in the series. I only missed Dwayne in the first test when Kwaha was playing eight. That's when I missed Dwayne. But then, of course, but now we are adapting to play without Dwayne. And for me, that is good for Springbok Rapid because Dwayne from Newland could be retiring next year or in the World Cup. Then what happens after the World Cup? So for me, I like the fact that Rassi is just giving um, Jasper Visser another opportunity. But now, going back to the Lions, Warren Gatland, he's going for power. He's going for, for, for aerial uh, bombardment the whole game. And then second half, he's going to put on oh, Finn Russell. And Finn Russell thinks that he'll be skipping two players. But he can try that. Who'll be there chasing Kobe? He can try that. Who'll be there? Who'll be Lilleru? He can try with those skip passes. So for me, I think the Lions don't have a game plan. They can play towards what they practice during the week. But I feel like, Tina, we already know how they're going to play. Carbona, they don't know how we're going to play because they only know us as power, strength and speed. Car. Um, speak, speak maybe, a little, little. Maybe, maybe, maybe to add on there, they can be big guys, you know, <laughs> they can be big. It all depends on how, how, what is the size of their heart. Okay, here we go. Here we go. And and Kakuti as as a box, it's traditional and it's in our DNA too, you know, to do that. So we are not going to be asked to do that. Ask any South African player to get into that. The first thing it will give you is physicality. Mm. You know, so Surely. it's not something that we want to learn it yet. So what I'm trying to say is uh, they might be big in everything, in size and everything, but if they can if they can also execute they have physicality, then it's another story. But I, I I doubt that they can do that because now coming to this game, there's going to be a lot of noise in their ears and minds and heads because it's do or die. Remember, these are new guys, yeah. half of the team, and there's not a percentage in the team. So the more there's going, they're going to be nervous going to the team. I think it's going to play, it's going to play into our advantage. Yeah, so I, th- I think, uh, Coach Tim, I think when you when you mentioned who Dwayne, I think, yes, we missed Dwayne. I think who um, Noche, and for, unfortunately, he wants again, obviously, a long term injury. No, once again. Yeah, so no, I, think, again. I think I think the main 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 point was uh, missing the leadership part, Kaka Dwayne, because obviously he has a big presence in Berlin. Then, to, speaking on Landau, Kaka Finn Russell, no, Ferro, because the man he got sacked, but Fabio Finn Russell. I said, check. Who can you the difference between Ufun Rasu no 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 Pharaoh? You've you've got it's just like the same thing you were asking me about is player they do more nifty in no 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 Elton Yanchis, you know. The other one is is a go-getter and a baller. The other one is is a kicker. Russell is a, he likes the ball in hand more and. You can win a game simultaneously, you can lose the game, guys. He's a very unpredictable chap. So he needs to be closed down quickly if he gets into the field of play. Mm. Uh, do, do we expect anything um, different from for me, Lions Clay, Clay Weekend? Because obviously they've made named the, um, a totally different bench and obviously a few uh, um, personal changes with it. They mean, I mean, Coach Tim, what are your thoughts? I mean, it can play now. 
for me personally, I don't think there's much that they can bring. They're just going to come with heart. They're just going to come um, with aerial kicks. Because, I mean, Babo Nito Tobana, we saw in the first test with those aerial, with those, with those kicks straight down to the wings where you had Duan van der Mava contesting at high ball against Richard and Colby um, where you had on the other Patumaka Pimpin now he held his own but um, you know, they're going to try to use that for me I think they'll try to use that same game plan yeah 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 first series in using the height advantage with the back three like with Josh Adams uh, Liam Williams and Italian so for me I think they'll just try and play they're, they're going to gamble kick the ball up Chase, try and contest with Chase and Kobe. Um, territorial kicks because they're, they're not going to match us with, with physicality. I mean, they can try and match us for during maybe for the first 55 minutes, but we saw in the second test that their bodies start to give, start to give away. So they're not going to match, match us physically. Um, they're going to try and kick for territory. They'll try to get points, those three points penalties. And I was just hoping as well that we also have to watch out for, for, for our discipline as well. Because we're Dan Bigger. Yeah, we're not going to Dan Bigger. So, yeah, that's that, that's just what I think. I'm going to go to the predictions. Set check. Decide. The box are going to win, but it's not going to, it's going to be. It's going to be a very close game. Um, yeah. Because everybody's going to put his body on the line. Um, I, you, you know, if you look, if you look at the, if you look at the Lions, the way they are start getting into the field, even coming coming to South Africa, they, they kind of their soldiers going to going to a war. So psychologically, they 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 coming with that in mind. Whatever happens, they're going to throw everything. However, as as the coach has said on the other side, discipline will do will be utmost. And I think that's where we need Mornay's uh, educated boot uh, idling at the bench. Predictions. 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 Um, last question. For me, predictions boxed by 15. Uh, the first half is going to be an arm wrestle to be a chess game. Uh, second half is going to open up. Uh, they're going to be battered and bruised. They'll realize that ah, we're not going to score here. We're not going to beat these dogs. You can, you'll see the body language. Uh, they're not going to be up for it. Uh, the box by 15. And uh, it's going to be a proper beating. Okay. Box by 15 it is. Box winning both sides. Go home. Going all out, mate. Going all out. Gentlemen, it's been lovely having you on, on the bench, Omar. Uh, thanks for your insight on this, uh, this weekend's game. Um, we look forward to you guys having yeah. you guys after 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 this uh, test as well next week. So thank you very much, gentlemen, on uh, be, uh, be being here on the, on the bench, Omar. Thank you, Adios. Bob's. Adios. Thank you, Sir Jack. What a legend! What a legend! What a legend! Apparently, <laughs> back in the days, used to make some yogurt back in the days. They don't know you, Sir <laughs> Jack. <laughs> Easy, Bob's fans, man. Hi, I'm Figile Mbalula, commonly known as uh, Razmatas Mbawizi Fligile on Flick. You are listening to Madiwa's radio. Keep rocking the Metro Nana. Let's go. You're listening to Madiwa's radio, opening up the ways for you to be heard. Four, three. Yeah, good afternoon, everybody. Um, to the team announcement of the last test uh, against the British and Irish Lions. Come this coming weekend 
Um, there's been there's been uh, three changes in the starting lineup. Um, the first change uh, is uh, Lode Jager is coming in uh, from the bench uh, uh, to five uh, to, to lock position, um, and he's in the place of Franco Moster to move from lock into uh, the seven position in the place of um, uh, Peter Steff the toy who got injured in the game. And then another injury change is uh, Corbus Reinach, who's in for Fafte Clark. And then obviously, um, with Lewitt moving up from the bench into the starting lineup, Mornay um, Stein has come on to the bench in the place of uh, Lori Ocher. Uh, Matt, you can start with the questions. Thank you, Jacques. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, so the man himself is uh, next to you there, and we'll get to him in a moment. But uh, just that change of scrum part uh, with, with Herschel Yankees having been on the bench for the first two tests, uh, and, but Corvus having started against Georgia, can you just talk us through that selection? Uh, yes, Matt. Uh, we feel... Within our setup and uh, within our uh, the type of rugby we play and the game plan that we play, we feel that Quivers and we said it before uh, before previously that we feel Quivers and uh, and Faf, uh, the style of play and the skill sets that they bring to our team is similar. Uh, where Herschel is a little bit different, you know, out of the box. Uh, um, uh, so, we, uh, and 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 for us uh, going forward into this test match, we feel that it's a like-for-like -like change in terms of uh, bringing Quivers on, uh, and then we have uh, Herschel uh, that can always bring that intensity, like he always does, uh, off the bench, you know. So uh, that that's a decision uh, bringing Quivers in uh, uh, from outside the 23 onto into the starting lineup. Jacques, there was talk of, of Dwayne Vermeulen coming back into camp and a whole lot of medical procedure that he's had to go through. Uh, could you just tell us about that, which may not available for, for selection? Yeah, no, Matt, uh, um, uh, Dwayne is in a process of return to, uh, to play. So the, fir the first uh, phase is return to training. So obviously went through his rehab, did his return to training, and, and, uh, and I must say, uh, the guys who was in charge of his rehab and return to train did a wonderful job and obviously he's now in a return to play process and we just got him got him into our mix and uh, he started working with us uh, he did uh, uh, part of our training yesterday and like i said uh, uh, we, we will not play him if he's not ready and obviously he's got to be ready uh, in terms of himself being confident uh, he's got to be ready in terms of uh, uh, things that we change and hasn't been in the environment for a while so uh, got to get up to speed with how we do things and then thirdly has to be uh, full full-on medically fit and uh, conditioning fit you know so uh, and uh, Getting players in, uh, even if you think rugby championship after the British and Irish Lions and then going um, abroad to Australasia for the rugby championship, there will be, there will be a strict protocols in getting players in in, in terms of a COVID. Uh, in terms of COVID, so uh, to get players in will be will take some time. So we will always try and get them in as quickly as uh, as quick as possible. And then with the injury to Peter Steph. Was there a temptation? You've obviously gone with Parker and, and Michael on the bench again. Was there a temptation 
having to move Franco to the side of the scrum to, to possibly have uh, the likes of a radar pulse start uh, covering lock and flank on the bench. Yeah, no, Matt, uh, there was definitely a discussion in that uh, sense, you know, uh, the big discussion was should we stick with a 6-2 split or uh, should we go to a 5-3 split? Uh, and, and obviously it, it is a big uh, discussion point in terms of uh, uh, which one we went, but we feel, felt for, for this specific game uh, this will be the best uh, option for us and to, to try and get a result on the weekend. Yeah, I mean, to bring a, a, a slight bit of humour to proceedings, I mean, when you say uh, Mornay Stain replaces Lord Diarker on the bench, it's not exactly like for life, is it? <laughs> no, no uh, and again, uh, uh, with Mornay coming in, uh, it was also a toss-up between Mornay and, and Elton, you know. Uh, Mornay uh, played for us in the SAA game uh, and I thought he controlled the game quite well in that, uh, in that game against the British and Irish Lions. And then Elton w did uh, excellent for us in the first test match, you know, when, when he came on uh, for, for Andre, um, when Andre started cramping at the back end of that test match because he was in isolation for the COVID. So, yes, it was a, a big toss-up and, and, and uh, um, in our discussion, uh, in our discussion, when we went through this uh, uh, selection process, it's still go it's a long season, you know. Uh, we're going straight into rugby championship uh, against Argentina next week, uh, and then uh, the, it's it's the the rugby championship in Australasia, and then the end of year tour. So, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty much keeping everybody um, uh, up to date, uh, giving them game time, uh, tr try and spread the load, you know, um, so it's, it's almost trying managing that and like I say, uh, it could have, we could have put um, uh, Elton in there, it is, it, it's almost like for like, like I said, both of them were excellent uh, in the two outings that they had against the British and Irish Lions. Matt, you know, yes, like I always said with the British and Irish Lions, you know, that's the that, that's the wonderful thing that they have in terms of the squad that they selected. Uh, they they can, like I, say, I said it numerous times, they can outflank you, they can go through you, they can try and go over you, you know. So uh, our, our challenge will be to, to adapt uh, as quickly as possible. I felt in the first test match uh, we struggled to adapt in the second half uh, when they changed uh, the way they, uh, they attacked us and, uh, and I thought in the second test we handled that a little bit better. So. Uh, as we always say uh, in the squad or in the team that um, we are solution driven and uh, you will always get faced with challenges in a test match and you can do all the planning as much as you want but there always will be uh, challenges that arise in the test match and we must find solutions for that um, and, and nothing will change in terms of this test, uh, third test, it's, it's a do or die for both teams, you know, it's a final uh, and it's going to be massive. Um, yeah, yes, Matt. Now I think yeah, that's off to the players. Uh, 
I always say, I always, people uh, uh, sitting next to me, I always say, listen, the players, uh, um, they, they make they make us as coaches look good. We, they're the guys that need to get the tap on the shoulder, uh, you know, because they're the oaks who put their bodies on the line. They're the Peter Steves that, that injure their shoulders, uh, the Foff that uh, that runs injuries, Duane, um, I mean, um, uh, uh, Lourdes in the World Cup final, I mean, they are the guys that sacrifice their bodies for their country. They're the guys that need to get uh, the, the credit for that, you know. Uh, I, I'm just thankful uh, that they are willing to do that and uh, to sacrifice themselves for the country. It's always big losing a guy like uh, Peter Steff. I mean, he was 2019, he was World Player of the Year. Uh, and uh, having him in the team, I mean, he's, he's so accustomed to the role that he has to play as seven. But uh, in saying that, Franco has covered us there a lot uh, before. Uh, so we've moved him there before. And uh, even in, in games, you know, uh, uh, he, he would always, even if he starts, he's always a guy that uh, has to... To, in the preparation up to the week, he, he covers, he has to both uh, know both roles, and uh, now I'm confident in him, and, and, and like you uh, could see in, in, on the weekend, I mean, it, we had no issue moving in there. Hopefully, hopefully it doesn't come doesn't come down to that. But I mean, it's a fair uh, uh, comment in terms of, and that's probably one of the big things uh, um, that weighed in Mournay's selection uh, favour. You know, uh, is the fact that he's been there, he's been in big games like this. Uh, he understands uh, 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 the pressure that it will be. Like I say, I think if if you take World Cup final and you take this game, I think the pressure in in, in in this game is going to be similar to that, you know, it's a do or die, it's probably the, uh, between the World Cup and the British and Irish Lions series, it's, it, it's, it's as big as it can get, and, uh, um, and, and like, uh, yeah, Mournay's been there before, uh, he's, he's done it before, you know, in a, in, in a big game in 2009, uh, so, uh, and, and not saying at all that Elton wouldn't have the uh, uh, 
um, the big match temperament in, in terms of doing that. I've seen him do that before for us in big games as well. Uh, thinking to uh, 2018 in, in, uh, in New Zealand uh, when we had our first victory there, we came on in the last 20-30 minutes and, and uh, between him and Andre at 10 and 12, uh, they, they, they had an unbelievable uh, partnership and combination. So, I mean, like I said, it's a long season um, and we, we have to make sure that everybody stays sharp, stay match fit, uh, handle the press. Uh, I feel Alton has done nothing wrong. Uh, if you go and look at his actions in that game that he played in, in, in against the um, British and Irish Lions in the first test, uh, you can go through each and every action of him. His tackles, his carries, his kicks to touch, his kicks for, for poles. It was phenomenal. So, yeah, it was just... Uh, uh, a decision that we made. Obviously, we feel that's the best way to go for this test match. first one was uh, about um, your first question sorry Craig was uh, oh yeah uh, the injuries yeah um, Peter Steff is still uh, still getting checked out he's seeing another specialist uh, during the week um, and we will probably have more clarity uh, at the back end of the week um, Faf as a soft tissue injury, so I think Faf will probably be uh, between uh, three and five weeks, you know, and, and soft tissue injuries, he's, a much, be he's much better today uh, already uh, when I saw him this morning and we had a chat. So, yeah, he's a soft tissue injury, uh, but Peter Steff, um, like I said, uh, he's, he's going to see uh, another specialist uh, during this, at the back end of the week. Um, so we will probably have more clarity on him and, and as I said after the game I, he hasn't come off a lot uh, in these matches so so let's hope it's not too serious uh, but yeah he doesn't he doesn't he's not a guy that normally comes off then uh, in terms of look big games like this it takes emotional uh, it takes it takes a lot of emotion out of you or a lot of energy out of you uh, in the build-up emotional energy uh, um, uh, a quarter-final of a World Cup semi-final uh, final uh, takes a lot of uh, uh, it's draining you know because there's so much at stake so uh, yeah, I, I didn't see Warren's uh, comment, uh, but yes, I agree with him if he say, listen, there's a lot of emotion going into these games, and it and they are, uh, and it's something that that uh, we will have to handle uh, as a group, and uh, the same with them, it's something that they will have to handle uh, as a group, you know. So um, yeah, and uh, we sp we spoke about it. Uh, luckily for us in our group. Uh, uh, they've uh, they've been there before. It doesn't make it easier, but uh, it, it helps you having that experience. Listen, I've been here before. I've I felt the, these butterflies before, and uh, uh, yeah, and you just have to work through it. Thanks. 
No, I would say uh, the best moments uh, in this series is probably yes to, to see uh, this team adapt. You know, um, there was a um, with COVID and with in the times we are currently operating and living. I mean, rugby isn't as straightforward as it was in the past. So, uh, and we said it when we started uh, with this whole campaign six weeks ago, eight weeks ago, that the, uh, that uh, the team that. Uh, adapts to the changes and the curveballs that gets thrown through COVID is probably going to be the team that walks out uh, victorious at the end of the day because um, yes and uh, we, we've, we've been in situations where we were isolated for five six days we couldn't get out of our hotel rooms and then uh, a bunch of us got COVID and we were in isolation for 10 days uh, we couldn't get out of our hotel rooms and we had to coach online so that so I think the best thing is is probably how the team adapted to that and then uh, another highlight for me is is um, is after the, the the first test match the loss you know the um how how the players got together in terms of being creative uh having a proper review making plans and 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 uh, how can i put it the, the ownership that they take and the the, the investment they have within the team it's, it, it it was always it was it was a highlight to see you know and that's that's a nice thing where i think our team is growing and and we said listen we must evolve as a group and uh, evolve on different levels and uh, and that is probably one of the big evolutions we have to get to is to change uh, the way we handle and we, we are, the way we do things because we do we are becoming a more experienced side so we will uh, and that was pleasing for me to see um, the bad things was the disruptions the curveballs I would say is the uh, not being able to work with a team uh, for prof uh, yeah after the Georgia game uh, I, I, the last time I worked with a team was on that s Sunday and then you haven't I haven't worked with them before uh, the game uh, at all before after the game against the Bulls so uh, and missing that coaching time with the group and not having a defense session with them and uh, uh, and 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 the guys who took over Rassi Stoker uh, um, Dion Don I mean all hands on Dick, um, but but it, it, we love personally me. I love coaching. I love working with the players. I like being on the field. It's the highlight of my day. And and not having had that for two weeks was wasn't it wasn't nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I think it is a, a good thing that we we know a lot of the players. As you can see in our squad, we have a, a lot of players that play in the UK. So. Like Faf and them at Sale, they, they know the Currys, um, we know the Biggers and Laws and all of them. I think it, it, it is good, um, but even the players that don't know them, we've got enough um, video on them, we can look at them, we can analyze them. So at the end of the day, it's our, our team working together. Um, 
me giving maybe a few few triggers of Dan and, and laws and this guy helping here and this and that. But um, I think overall we, we do enough homework on the team that everyone's ready for, for anything. And like Jockey said, they can they can go through you, over you. They, they've got a team that can do anything, so we have to be, be able to adapt. How's it going? Um, yeah, Gavin, that, that's how you grow as a team. Uh, I, I always say that that's why I think, in my opinion, I might be wrong, why they call it test matches. Because each match that you play is a specific test. You know, and sometimes you fail that test uh, if you don't win the game. But I promise you, in your career, that same test that you maybe, and maybe the test is physicality, maybe the, the, the test is your ability to adapt, maybe the, the test is your ability to play fearless, um, uh, so, so if you fail in a specific game then, uh, or a test match, you will definitely get challenged with that same test again somewhere in your career uh, as a player and as a coach. And you will only evolve in, in, in your career if you pass that test. So, you know, that's the nice thing about test match rugby is uh, every test is a test. Uh, and the, the, the test, uh, um, uh, I mean, we've... We've played big games before as a spring box where we lost, you know. Uh, um, uh, if, if I go back, uh, probably 2018, uh, that England game uh, at Twickenham where we lost at the end, uh, and then the following game. Uh, so we, we, we struggled to close out to, to get the result at the back end, uh, um, even 2018 uh, against New Zealand in Pretoria. We had a healthy lead and, and we, 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 we didn't close out that game. We lost it. We let, we, we let that game for 81 minutes and then we lost it in the 82nd. And, and, and that's what I mean. So as a team, we had to... Um, to grow, uh, to, we, we have to uh, find ways and adapt and evolve and, and, and uh, to how to close out games. And I think that, that, that's how you, you learn, by probably trying something, failing, trying and say, listen, that way doesn't work, let's go in another way. And then eventually, I think big games uh, uh, like in that, that semi-final, I mean, that, that was a, a massive game that we had to close out at the back end of the game. And... and um, and, and that's where you take, uh, you, you grow a little bit, you know, as a team. Uh, and then you go into a final and you impress your moments. I mean, even in the, uh, the World Cup final, even uh, last weekend, I mean, the score, I think in the, I, I can't remember, but it was way uh, deep in the second half. The score was 11-9, you know, it was on a knife edge. You could have gone either way. So, uh, so it, it's be, being in that pressure moment uh, that develop you. So, so yes, I, 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 like I said, I didn't read uh, uh, Warren's comments, you know, but, but he's right in saying that there's a lot of emotion that go into these big games because there is so much at stake, you know. 
uh, you're playing for your country and uh, uh, you want to do it for your country, you want to do it for your fans, you want to do it for your family, you want to do it for the team, you wanna don't, don't want to disappoint you as a person, you know, you put in all the effort. So, yes, there is a lot of, em there will be a lot of emotional uh, energy going into this game in both teams. And, and yes, you're right, Gavin, it, it, it does help us being there before. It doesn't make it easier, not at all, but, but you, when you're in that moment, you think, yes, I've been here before, I, I, and you can relate back to, uh, to when you felt that, when you felt that pressure. So, so yes, and it's not, like you say, it's not a six-day turnaround for us, it's a seven-day, so the nice thing for that is we can go through our normal process um, uh, as we normally do in a seven-day turnaround. Thank you. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Ray. If I could turn to, to Corbis, uh, Corbis, I'll try and, and roll it into one given the, the, the time. But uh, Jacques said sort of like to like uh, replacement with you in front. I guess the biggest fundamental difference is the, the left foot dominance versus the right foot dominance when, when kicking. Uh, so if you could just uh, talk about that. But then also, notwithstanding Andre Pollard's uh, injury shortly after going to France. Uh, how much of a factor is that having spent time with him at Montpellier, even if just in training and, and, and striking up an understanding? Yeah, um, so, yeah, Fafa is left. Uh, I'm right with it. I don't think it, it matters too much. Um, we only have to put uh, a screen on the other side. Um, everything else uh, stays the same, I think. Well, oh, I know. Um, so yeah, we all we all know what to do. Um, we all have a, have our jobs, and it doesn't change if it's me or Faf or Herschel. It, we know exactly what to do and when to do it. So it's just for us to go out there and execute it to to the best of our ability. Um, and what was the other one? Oh, me and Paulie. Um, yeah, well, we spent a whole year probably having every morning a breakfast together, um, seeing that we can't speak French yet. So um, the understanding is quite good, even though it was only trainings and all of that. But if you if you get here, the way we train here, you can you can find your combination, find your feet, or find your relate rela uh, relationship in the time you've been here. Um, we've been together now for how many weeks? Six, seven, yeah, weeks. seven weeks. A long time, and and it's only us. It's this little family together that wants to go out there and and put out a performance that, that's worthy and, and makes the country proud and all of that. So the relationship between everyone here is probably to the highest it can be. And Corbis, if I could just ask you about the selection of the Lions from So Ali Price, yeah. uh, once again, in the starting lineup with Conor Murray on the bench, uh, does that say something to you about the way they want to approach the game from the first whistle? Um, well, Ali started the first first game, first test. Uh, they they both quality scrum halves. I think um, they want to start probably with a l little bit more pace, um, throw the ball around. Like we said, they can. They've got a team that can do anything. Um, I mean, it's four countries together. Um, so we we just have to be ready for anything. And then they've got Connor, 
uh, who's been around for a long time, which can come come in and finish a game if they have to or close the game down. Um, but again, it's up to us that we, we put, put our game on them and um, take their game away from them. So uh, Ali is a quicker, I think, my opinion, Ali is a bit of a quicker quicker nine and Connor will, will bring calmness to the team. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Percy, the uh, there was two beserings uh, in the wedstrijd The first one was in Faf, and uh, Dirk in Faf's place is for Kobus. And um, the reason for this is uh, Kobus and who owns all spiel and uh, who owns things do is buy the cellar uh, as Faf. And as I say, buy the cellar, then I don't think I mean, um, uh, ja, Kobus heeft zijn speciale karakter eigenschappen en zijn spel wat, wat daar is veranderingen in die twee buiten die feit dat een links en een rechts is maar daar is veranderingen in die twee uh, uh, in hulle, um, kan ek maar sê in hulle skillset maar uh, uh, die manier hoe hulle ontspan drijf, je weet, allemaal in ontspan het zeker een rol wat hulle moet vervullen. in die manier hoe, hoe Kobus sy rol vervul in die manier hoe Faf sy rol vervul in die specifieke area is bij die celle uh, um, uh, waar Herschel een uh, beetje anders te is, so dit is die eerste verandering wat gemaakt is en dan die tweede verandering was in die plek van Pieter Stef, hy is so beseerd so ons het maar net Franco Mostert wat vijf gespeeld het afgeskuif na Pieter Stef uh, of nie afgeskuif nie, in Pieter Stefse plek ingeskuif op 7, waar hy klaargemaak het die, die naweek in die toets en ons het verloore jager opgebring uh, van die bank af, en dan in loodse plek het ons uh, vanmoor na die stein gesit uh, en daar was een uh, 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 kan vir jou amper sê, hier al lange debat oor, um, oor moet ons gaan met de 6-2 uh, bank of 5-3 bank en, en na, nadat ons het beide kant toe gevat het, die kant toe, die kant toe, Elton, Moornei, uh, uh, um, uh, het uh, was baie nabij en, en ons het besluit uh, vir die naweek, denk ons Moornei, en, uh, en na die aard van die saak, uh, sy ervaring was in die situasie al, al voorheen, um, uh, en, en, en dit is ook om ons, dit, dit is die verandering wat ons in die span aangebring het. Ok, um, as ek jou vraag recht gehoor het, ek hoop ek antwoord om. Um, daar, is, daar is baie druk op, op elkeen van ons. Um, het is a, ons sien het as a final, het is a final, dit, on, ons moet het, moet het wen. Um, so ja, daar is druk, maar so kan ons teruglee op die coaches wat vir ons die plannen uitlee, um, ons allemaal in line kry, um, so dat allemaal weet wat hulle moet doen, weet waarom, dit, weet waarom het te doen, en ons was al daar, so ons het, soos ons vro, vroeger gesê het, jy kan terugval op die prentje van die gevoel waar, yes, ons is onderdruk, hoe hanteer ons het, ons was al daar, ons moet net weer, weer terug gaan en onthou, en weer ons het val op die, die preparation wat ons inzet in die week, en dis al waarop ons nou focus, so, um, ja, ons kort een goeie week om uh, goeie voet in die game in te sit. 
First of all, I wouldn't. I would say like um, it's a it's a. I'm on mute. Good. Yeah. Um. Obviously, scrum will always be will always be challenging. But uh, for me, um, it's it's all about the pack. Uh, obviously, they they swapped a few a few players in the in the, in the past two tests that we played. And uh, obviously, yes, I did start. Uh, the first test on on tight but obviously as everyone know we we had a bit of a of a of a nickel here and there and uh, i was asked obviously to go to to lose it but uh for me it was it, it, it had nothing to do uh especially uh about me it was about the pack the, the 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 unity and how we were going to implement a few things uh in the game so i had the backing from the the coaches the players and uh, i trusted that things were going to go well so um yeah, um, for me, once you put on that that Springbok rugby jersey, whether you whether whatever number it is, if you're in the front row, you know there's a job that you need to do, and uh, you got a backing from the from from the whole pack. So uh, I think that was the that was the success of it. Trevor, it's impossible not to ask you about a delightful little video uh, doing the rounds of your daughter and celebrating you and seeing you on television. But she clearly thinks you're a tight because she had a number three jersey. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Obviously, obviously, um, uh, that was the position that uh, um, I've, I've been playing um, at my union, and uh, that when I, I came here and I, I played, uh, obviously the, the the Georgia test at, uh, and obviously the first uh, test um, was uh, obviously on number three. So I think maybe we should we can blame. Uh, her mother on that should have made a one and a three, but uh, yeah, it was just it was just amazing for me and awesome for me to be able to see my old one recognizing and 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 enjoying watching a bit of rugby. So yeah, it brought a little bit of tears to my eyes when I saw the video for the first time. But uh, yeah, um, she will always she's always going to be my number one supporter, and uh, that was just amazing for me. Thank you, Trevor. France, uh, some changes made by the Lions and. Specifically at Lucid, uh, France, with uh, Wynne Jones coming in and his Welsh teammate Ken Owens next to him at Booker. He was selected for the first test. Uh, is How much of a different scrumming proposition is that for you going into this third test? How's that, Matt? Afternoon. Um, Matthew, I think it's, you know, all of them are world class players. Um, we have to focus on ourselves, you know, and in our week's prep, you know, sort, make sure that we are sorted and that our system is functioning 100%. You know, and then, as you saw, the impact Trevor and Vince and Malcolm made on the weekend, you know, it's, it feels for me that everyone is at the same quality level. So, personally, I feel the focus is on us in our prep for this week um, 
Vinipola and Kawan Diki moving to the bench. Um, so that will be, you know, probably more on Vince um, or his focus for the weekend. But yeah, as I said, I don't think a lot changes in our prep. And, and how do you feel you've grown as a scrumming unit over the last couple of weeks, and particularly since you've all been back together and, and able to do live scrumming against each other? Matthew, yeah, I think we've grown a lot. Um, I think a lot of credit has to go to you know our back five. They they bought in to our plan, and you know it's obvious without them, you know we won't be able to generate power. And then secondly, I think you know the relationship between between the props and the front rows, as Trevor said earlier. Um, I think we're learning a lot from each other and, you know, we're working together to to make the team better. I know it may sound a bit cliche, but, um, yeah, like the, the best example for me in that was, you know, coming off the field on Saturday and saw the impact, you know, the bench made. It really, it's really a big satisfaction for me. Yep. Rossi has been involved with us obviously since 2018. Um, I think everyone in the squad has a lot of respect for him. Um, you know, we, whenever he, he guides us or he gives an instruction, guys will listen when he talks. Um, we listen. But you know, it's a, we're in a, it's a coaching team and you know, everyone has their department. Um, yeah, it's, it's. I don't know how to put this. You know, there's a there's a system in place where everyone covers, all the coaches cover their areas, um, and we follow. We follow our coaching player relationship system, if that makes sense. Just from a technical perspective and that type of 
Yeah, well, um, from a technical perspective, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of different things that happen there. I know most people just think that a prop is just a prop, but uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's uh, it was a bit challenging. It was a bit challenging for me to to move back because uh, I think for the past I don't know maybe the last time I think I actually played uh, on the on the loose head was 2016 I think. So uh, yeah, it was a bit of a it was a bit of a challenge. Uh, I've oh, I've been playing loose head for the past few years. So uh, moving moving from from uh, tight head to to loose head was a bit challenging. But with that being said, I've I've got a lot of help from 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 Ox uh, from uh, Kitsi, from the guys that have been playing loose head for the past few years. And uh, that's the nice thing about about this group. And obviously the tight heads that she's scrumming against. Afran and them will obviously also try to help you and tell you, okay, try and do this a bit more. I hate it when 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 a loose head does this and all those type of things. So as a group, we we found a way to 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 try and help each other, and because we all know it's it's for 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 the better of the team. So uh, the guys sat with me a bit uh, and uh, gave me a few pointers and uh, saw how we. Uh, they told me how how they do things and how we work out things. But obviously with Coach Dan, they he's. Uh, He's just an amazing, passionate guy when it comes to scrumming. So uh, obviously he knows his thing, and I think he also played there a bit, uh, and uh, he, he he gave me a few points as well. So uh, I went I went into the game uh, confident enough that uh, we've done the prep, we've done the work, and uh, I've been put into into that situation a few times during training, and uh, so I was confident enough to be able to to pull in the jersey and go out there. And put up a performance, but like I said in the beginning, and I think France touched on it as well. The the credit with us always goes to the back five because they've been they've been immense. They've been they they, they just give their all every single time we go into into a scrum, whether it's a training session or it's in the game. They they they've got we've got so much um, firepower at the back that uh, we just need to concentrate on a few things that we need to get right, and we know that they will always bring the heat from behind. Um, yeah, I think on, on, on the question of Coach Dion and Coach Don, um, I've really enjoyed working with them since they became a part of the team. As Trevor mentioned earlier, you know, Don is very passionate um, about scrums and you know, I like it when, when the scrumming coach is passionate and wants to get everyone involved and makes everyone excited about scrums. So yeah, in short, I've really enjoyed working, you know, with Don at scrum time since day one and learning a lot from him um, as we go on. And then, and then Coach Dion, the same thing. Uh, I really enjoy working with him. I enjoy his passion for lineouts, his attention to detail, um, small stuff that 
that really stand out for me in Coach Dion's coaching um, is that that attention to the detail and attention to the small stuff that you sometimes um, sometimes forget. Um, so yeah, if that answers your question, really enjoy working with them. Oh, was I asked the question you asked? Um, yeah, ah, that's a tough one. Uh, in I would say actually earlier in in my in my in my younger days when uh, not to say that I'm old, but uh, when I started playing, um, I was I was always a loose head. I've always uh, played loose head, and uh, there came a time in my career where. Um, uh, at 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 unions where uh, we we were we were short of tight heads and and so forth and so forth and I was asked to start covering that position and at that time if you had asked me I would tell you that I'm a loose head uh, just helping out on tight head but as time went on uh, that started to change uh, in all honesty it started to change and. Uh, if you asked me, if you asked me um, maybe two weeks ago or so, and you say, Trevor, what position do you prefer to play? I would have easily, with no doubt, said I'm a tight head. I can try and cover loose head, but uh, I'm full on, I'm full on tight head. And uh, yeah, I still feel the same way. But uh, right now, I'm I'm on loose head, and uh, that's what the team needs, and uh, that's what I'm gonna do. Um, it's not, it's not, it has nothing to do about Trevor himself, it's uh, it's about South Africa, it's about the green and gold. So even if they wanted to put me on lock, I would go, but I don't know if it would be a line-out option. But uh, for me, it's uh, it's just wear the green and gold jersey wherever you need it, and try your, your utmost best to, to give to give everything. And and I, I, I don't I think the coaches are reasonable enough to, they're not going to ask you for miracles, they're going to ask you for things you've done before, the things that they know you're capable of doing. So. Uh, I've got the backing from them and uh, the backing from my teammates. So right now, Trevor Yakani is covering Luce for the Springboks, and uh, that's what exactly I'm going to do, and that's what I'm looking forward to do. Ik heb het gevoel dat ik het gevoel heb 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 ja, ach, ik denk dat de, die voordeel wat al kan wees, is dat je elkaar goed kent. Um, maar zoals ik vroeger ook gezegd en Trevor ook genoemd heeft, dat is hoe een goede verhouding in die groep, in die pak zelf. Um, ons werk nou al voor een hele paar weken samen. Um, ons ken elkaar, ons eigenlijk al niet net weken, niet eigenlijk weken. Maar ons is al een paar jaar samen betrokken bij die bokken. Um, en ons speel ook tegen elkaar plaatselijk. Ik so, denk je ouders kennen elkaar redelijk goed genoeg. Um, maar ja, om, om voor jou in die samen te spelen, is nog maar net een beetje meer tijd samen en een beetje meer ervaring van elkaar samen. 
Maar ik denk ook, ou wat niet bij die cellen in als jij is niet, um, gaan het niet een groot verschil maken. Ik denk ons kennen we elkaar goed genoeg.